My name is Ruben Pillai and this is SHB Unfiltered, brought to you by the Stop Holding Back Foundation, a UK personal development charity geared towards improving the lives of people who stutter. We are the only podcast run by people who stutter, talking about a range of topics, streaming live and taking Q&A. We are committed to changing the way people think about stuttering, breaking barriers and unleashing potential. Please support us on Patreon and enjoy this next episode. The change begins when you stop holding back. And we are recording Christopher Jackson, Ruben Pillai. This is SHB Unfiltered, the podcast, episode number, what, Chris? Episode number 30 today. Episode number 30. 30, which means we have been successfully streaming, doing live Q&A on Facebook, producing a podcast every single day for 30 consecutive days. I think that's unbelievable to be, to be honest. Chris, how does it feel for you? Feels like a great achievement. Feels like we have done really, really well to stay consistent with it. And yeah, I've just continue to bang these out every day. I'm looking forward to it. It's... It's been a really worthwhile experience for me personally. I feel that we've gained so much from it. We've kind of connected with quite a few people through these podcasts. And we've also, um, I think, improved or even like upgraded a skill we already had in communication. But we've taken it to a different level over the last 30 days because that's one hour of thinking of um, ideas, answering questions, putting each other on the spot, getting put on the spot by comments and questions, and even kind of the technical aspects and getting us to think creatively and also giving us something to do as we are still locked down uh, due to coronavirus um, out in the world. And we are making use of this time to actually do something productive and producing 30 episodes for kind of an organization, a charity that the size of us is pretty awesome. I, people can talk about starting things and their charities, but we executed and continue to execute every single day. So I'm, and I'm fully gassed, bro. Fully gassed. Fully gassed. I'm really tired, but gassed yeah I am too because this whole time the whole lockdown COVID-19 coronavirus period however you want to call it however you want to label it for a stutterer specifically it can be uh, an opportunity for you to let things slip if you are doing things to work on your speech and you was climbing up that mountain before this all happened and you were beginning to make progress this period could have have been your opportunity to take your foot off the gas. And that's what we were most concerned about. And we were concerned about other people doing it as well. 
So in order to do this, we just hoped and prayed that it would motivate other people to do the same because there was no way we were going to allow our progress to slip during this period. So the only way for us to stay consistent with it is to commit to something like this. And that's exactly what, what we've done. So yeah, I'm fully guessed about it too. Apologize, Chris. I have to say happy Greek Easter to you. Well, if you want to say it properly, you can say Christos Anesti. Christos Anesti. Yeah, and then I will say Alithos Ogirios. So basically, to translate that, <laughs> that means Christ has resurrected and I'm replying saying that, yes, I agree and I believe that's like basically how you translate it. Oh, fantastic. So thank you for sharing, sharing that with me, Chris. Yeah, but uh, ask me any other Greek because I don't speak cool. many other words. Gotcha. Uh, that's probably kind of something that we need to explain right now as well, which is why we are doing the podcast in the middle of the day, just free up time for Chris to end, Chris to spend family time. And uh, it also gives me a chance to free up my evening. As I've got a busy afternoon, I'm making my second appearance on the uh, Pakistani Stammering Foundation Toastmaster meeting. And then they have uh, kindly asked me to act as grammarian yet again. Apparently, I was pretty good last time. Yeah, because you've done such a great job last time, Ruben. They want you to do it again. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm just, um, what can I say, Chris? What can I say? Yeah, because you set the bar so high, potentially other people are worried to try and go after you, you know? Just giving a little shout out to the Facebook feed from Subash, a Kizhakada, I think that's how you say it. Hi, how are you? Subash, I'm fine. Thank you for watching along as we celebrate our 30th birthday, I'll call it, or a one month birthday, whichever way you want to call it, Chris. I, I think 30th birthday sounds very nice, but... It isn't. Depends. It implies that we've been on far longer than we have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. Hello to Sebash. I'm good, thank you. Hope you're all right. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday. So, Ruben, are you looking forward to the Toastmasters meeting this afternoon? I'm sure you are. To, to be honest, I haven't really kind of thought about properly yet I think I will near the time when you're busy with other things I try to keep my mind present and then when I get to that moment I'll shift my attention there so for now I'm fully engaged in the podcast Chris Just checking if that was a trick question as well one thing at a time for you yeah you give a 100% focus and commitment to whatever of you're course. in at that moment Chris uh, like I said Episode number 30, we've been running every single day for 30 days, which is um, unheard of in the stuttering world. And I thought this would be a good chance for us to look back again. It's always good to reflect at certain milestones. And I just want to say, kind of, I just want to ask you, and how has your experience been? Um, 
key things you've learned over, over the last uh, 30 days, if not from other people, but about yourself as well? Key things I've learned about myself during this process and this experience. Well, that's a tough question on the spot, but I think one of the things that I've learned about myself is that when it comes to anything that you really want to do, you will make sure that you find a way to do it. So for example, working on my speech and improving the way that I communicate, improving my presentation skills, putting myself in uncomfortable situations or situations that I'm not used to. I've learned about myself that regardless of the state of the world or external factors that can get in the way, <clears throat> excuse me, I will still find a way to push myself. And this podcast proves it by committing every single day. That's one of the, one of the main things that I've learned about myself that I now have the attitude that I am going to find a way. So you have to adapt. You have to be agile. You have to be prepared to change and adapt your plan depending on what comes at you. And like with COVID-19, this came at us. We had loads of plans for this podcast. We had a specific plan in place, which we wasn't able to execute, but we still adjusted. We turned the corner. We made it happen somehow it would have been a lot easier to say okay well let's get through coronavirus let's get through this lockdown and then we'll start the plan then but that isn't what we've done we decided to bring the plan forward and find another way and go live which could potentially make it even harder because we are live we do not get the topics we do not plan it out word for word beforehand. And I've learned that I can speak off the cuff. I can deal with any questions that are thrown at me. And even though I can do it, I've still got a lot to learn. And I'm excited to learn more and more and more. So I'm going to throw that question back at you, Ruben. What do you think this experience has taught you about yourself? Uh, I think, well, I... Like to say, I know as well that kind of I have that consistency with with the podcast because, like all things, it's 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 always great when you start, and especially when I launched Stutter Hacks last year, but didn't push it forward after I think episode episode six or seven because of the way I structured it it was becoming more difficult to actually to run episodes and I had to rethink um, for this year because there needs to be a way to actually make things work alongside personal life and your career life, etc. Because I, I had to draw a line at that point because we had the civil wedding at the end of the summer so um like busy with that on the weekends and etc planning things i couldn't put time into podcasts and the way i was doing it i would it was actually probably like the most ideal way to do a podcast but also the most time and effort like meeting people 
speaking to them beforehand, getting their vibe, then meeting them in person, finding a space. Like I said, I even went to Leicester to meet Panit and traveling around trying to find people and get them face to face. And it didn't mean that um, the actual conversations were really good, really good. But the amount of time we're putting into it is too much. Now, doing it over, over Zoom, I did have doubts last year, but doing 30 episodes has actually made me more comfortable with Zoom and maybe and given me that skill set. Because you can probably uh, look back or anyone watching can look back at some of the earlier podcasts and uh, maybe sense now that we have actually evolved because we are more comfortable like really expressing ourselves and actually having a genuine conversation with each other through Zoom casually like we are now. Whereas at the start, it was a bit more formal looking or a bit more... Um, we were a bit unsure at times when we were talking, things crap, we're on Zoom and the live stream, comments and people with questions and then trying to manage conversations live. But now we have that kind of un, under, under our skill set now, under Bonnet, we um, are, I think we are kind of like the, the masters of the, the daily feed now, I think, within the stuttering community because um, I can't see anyone else doing this currently. And um, yeah, maybe that's a call to action for everyone to actually like step up a bit because if they look back at our episode one to four or five compared to episode 25 to 30, you can see a vast improvement. That's why I'm actually excited for the, the next 20 getting uh, up to half century, hopefully. Not hopefully, actually, definitely. We'll make it work regardless. Uh, we have been told that lockdown will last for at least another three weeks for for um school at the very least and we'll probably be confined to home still so we can so the opportunity is there to hit 50 every day and i'm more excited now about the not really about the numbers for me but more how we're going to sound at 50 and and how good we're going to be when we do our face-to-face in the studio when we get out of lockdown. So, so that's what I'm more excited about now. This is all, um, uh, this is all cool. It's always nice to get comments and likes and all that kind of stuff, but that's not what is actually motivating me to come back every day. It's great to engage with people, fantastic, and one of the main reasons for doing a podcast, but the amount of, like, benefits and skill development these are life skills now zoom video chat everything is going to be there for the rest of our life until we get the hologram things then we're going to start again and do some kind of hologram podcast in the future but this will be here for like a generation now and we have really mastered that thing we can take this into our working lives our professional lives so um, that's, that's one of the things I'm really thankful of. That's what the podcast has done. So, thank you, podcast. Yeah, because we've, 
managed to do 30 episodes in 30 days. And if you watch, I think if you watched every single podcast, you might not realize how far we've come and how much we've adapted and improved. But if you watch the first one to the most recent ones, you will be able to see quite a big jump. And because we've managed to do that in such a short space of time, because we've been doing them every day, daily live podcasts, I think, imagine if we were doing one a month, that improvement would have been over, over two and a half years. And it would have been like crazy, isn't it? such a long time span yeah, because crazy. we would have had to get comfortable with it once a month and made that small improvement once a month. So doing it like this, it's like a crash course and it's like really immersing yourself in it. As you said, Zoom will become part of the world even more now. Everyone's going to be using it for things that we probably don't expect to be using it for. Everyone's going to be using it for... I think Zoom is going to replace things like FaceTime, things like WhatsApp video. I don't think House Party will survive after coronavirus. Uh, I mean, I used it a few times, but I don't really like House Party. And a lot of people that I talked to over video chat during coronavirus, they've never mentioned to go on House Party again since the first time we used it. So I do think that getting used and comfortable to Zoom, especially you, Ruben, getting used to the technical side of it and making sure the live link works and the recording works is definitely a life skill that we will take past this lockdown. And yeah, just the crash course of it is, has been really beneficial to us because we are going to definitely be using Zoom a lot after this lockdown in business in personal life the charity will be making a lot of use of it so yeah it only holds us in good stead for the future <clears throat> but hopefully this also like you said as well Ruben it pushes other organizations to do things more frequently more consistently otherwise they do run the risk of getting left behind if other organizations are using this time to do things every single day and create the buzz and put content out for people. And it's not about the likes. It's not about how many views. It's just about being consistent with it, putting content out that people value because there are a lot of people that are watching this. They come on, they log off, they, I'm sure they're going to be watching it on YouTube after, but they won't like it. They won't make, themselves known because they just won't but it still adds value to them it's still useful information so that's all that matters the next thing i want to mention so um <clears throat> it isn't really a question but it's a statement and i want you to actually expand on it afterwards because i think you will kind of like uh, fully appreciate it now with shb we constantly talk about one's mentality and improvement and, and pushing comfort zones and and challenging yourself and doing things every day etc now with this we've actually implemented implemented it but done it publicly so the evidence is there it's right there we have put a podcast out every day for 30 days 30 days 
and you can physically uh, see our improvement over those 30 days. So we have actually turned ourselves into some kind of test case with published results. Now, what do you think that that kind of evidence or that content, what does that a give us? And what would someone from the outside looking in, looking to improve their speech, what does that tell them about SHB? It tells them that the proof is in the pudding. It tells them that we do practice what we preach. We do actually work on our speech every single day. We do make it a lifestyle. That's what it shows them. A lot of people are very quick to have assumptions, potentially criticize, potentially judge, but it is what it is. Apologies, I've just uh, read the feed on the Facebook, that's why I've paused and I'm laughing. But Chris Papacosta just said, the proof is in the pudding, you guys have done amazing. So yeah, and that's it, really. That's all the proof that people need. It's not about stats, it's not about figures, it's not about a pie chart to show success rates, it's about actually seeing people live with a stutter and how they deal with it. And are they living life on their terms? But at the moment, we can't live life on our terms because we're in a lockdown situation. But in terms of speech, we will always live life on our terms, regardless of the level. There's been days where I've come on this live and my speech hasn't been the best, but it hasn't stopped me from coming on. Because I know that through this experience, I will learn something. I'll be able to go away after this live and analyze it and think to myself okay what happened what kind of state was i in what was i doing before were my stress levels high was this high was i focusing on this was i not advertising enough so all these things you can learn from and if you don't use every experience as a learning curve then you really won't improve and the whole working on your speech journey will be pretty much a waste of time for you if you're not looking to try and analyze it. If you're just going for perfection all the time and you're concentrating on perfection and anything less than perfection you will ignore, then that isn't going to hold you in good stead. Completely agree, Chris. <laughs> Completely agree. The other thing that I thought this demonstrates to people maybe looking from the outside in, is it gives a bit of hope. Because yes, you and I both know that we know loads of people, loads of examples of people in the stuttering community where they were in a specific environment on a specific day, they could target that day, work on their speech for a few months and smash some kind of public talk or public speech or, or workshop. They're amazing. You're in awe. Everyone goes home. Would they be able to do it every day for 30 days? Potentially. 
but we don't know. And sometimes you don't see what's happening in the background. And you sometimes don't see the kind of harder times that people are having. So actually give it a bit of context to not just um, show people that, yeah, you can do this and then you'll sound like this every day. But us putting this out daily has actually shown people that, yes, there are days when kind of our speech is a lot better than other days. I've blocked many times on this podcast and it doesn't really matter because A, cancel, carry on, B, come back the next day and carry on. Um, if I did not do an episode the next day because I had a few blocks the day before, I think that would be the stupidest thing in the world because you're literally sacrificing a day where you can actually improve on your speech and, and have a bit of fun with, with, your, with your friends and colleagues uh, on the podcast just because you have a chip on your shoulder about your speech and you want to appear like something publicly. But it's more of a strength to actually turn up when you aren't at your strongest and actually just be yourself. I just want to um, say hi to Saurabh Vijesh, who's also watching. Thank you very much for tuning in to SHB Unfiltered. Episode 30 as well. Thank you very much for coming on a special day. CJ, next point I was going to say. So um, how have you personally dealt with those days when you haven't felt your speech has not been um, as best as it could? Did you have to do anything before to get your frame of mind kind of in a good place to start? Or did you just eventually just sack it off and turn up? I didn't sack it off and just turn up. When I started to work on my speech, I was taught one key thing. Avoidance is non-negotiable. No matter what level of speech, no matter your fear levels, no matter anxiety, avoidance is non-negotiable. And that has stuck with me since the beginning of my journey. So whenever I have a speaking situation that doesn't go well, I won't allow it to affect what I'm going to do in the next speaking situation. Now, that didn't just happen overnight. That did take time. But I've been coming into this with the attitude like that wouldn't even be something that I would consider, not turning up to the podcast because I've had a bad speech and a lot of blocks that day wouldn't even cross my mind because that would be avoidance. And avoidance is just something that I'm not prepared to do because I know the impact psychologically that has afterwards. You can't allow yourself to do that. Or that is, that is one way that you are going to go back tumbling down that hill. And that's somewhere that I've been before. That's somewhere that I don't want to be again. I do have blips. I do have blocks. I do stumble. Um, but it is what it is. I, at the end of the day, I have a stutter. What do you want me to do? 
I have a stutter. I'm working on my speech every day. I am not perfect, but I am working as hard as I can to improve every day. And if I don't keep, if I don't keep coming to this podcast every day, then that is avoidance and that is g- going to affect my progress. So that is something that would never even cross my mind. But have, have you had to prepare before any of these? Have you had to do anything in terms of a warm-up? Because for me, warm-ups are very good in the morning, every morning. But I think we've been doing this live at 6.15. If you're not warmed up by then, then you haven't been putting yourself through enough speaking situations throughout the day. And you haven't been talking enough. You haven't been pushing yourself enough. Because it's 6.15 in the evening. We're not talking about 7 o'clock in the morning. So before podcast, I haven't had to do anything. I haven't done anything specifically to prepare. I've just come on, implemented what, what I do on a regular basis, and just gone with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. And I think that's how you improve, just by getting stuck in. What about you, Ruben? similar thing just go for it really because if you overthink it then um if you over overthink it then you can get yourself too bogged down and you can put a drain on yourself and then it becomes a bit more mature i kind of have to speak throughout throughout the day with with work and stuff so on conference calls and and phone calls and a lot of them are not really planned. They just pop up because things come up. So before the podcast, I, I actually like to to zone out for about half half an hour and just kind of stay silent <laughs> before starting. So just basic thing like a chopping up the vegetables for to dinner later, later on, stuff like that. Just do something completely different then come back because you can get too wrapped up in speech. It is possible if you are, especially if your intention is to not stutter, then you got a problem because you are going to, you could be fluent for some time, but you're going to burn out eventually. So that's why it's important to actually have a mixture of goals. And the purpose of this podcast is not actually to come on every day and to not stutter. So I'm not really worried about that at the moment. If anything, read up on the news, um, a few talking points, a few kind of like funny things to add and um, more formulation because dude, there's only so much you can talk about sometimes if you've been at home the entire day. So, um, so that's been the bigger challenge so sometimes trying trying to pull things out, trying to frame topics and frame questions and really take it somewhere that can a be interesting for us to to, to actually talk about because that's kind of a big reason why i'm I'm always here if if it was dry, then we could have killed killed this whole thing a long time ago and b like what are we giving to people what's the value because we could have just had this conversation in private however we feel that some of some things we kind of discuss can be of value to people 
So that's why we put it out there for them. And also gives us a chance to um, kind of demonstrate our personalities and just ourselves because we are a fairly new charity. Um, so it gives people a chance to see who we are as people and kind of what our values are and what we stand for. So and transparency, I guess, is the other thing that we get out of it, which will be interesting in the next few months when we start to take the charity forward. Yeah, I do think that transparency is the key. I think that when you're working on your speech and you are being coached by someone, you have to be able to get along with them. They have to be your type of person. You have to connect. You have to believe that you can connect with that person or that individual. And that's why on bigger programs, you can, you can hear from people that, you know, it, it didn't quite work for me. It didn't quite work this time. It worked later. And that's a lot to do with the individuals that you meet. So that's why I feel it was very important for us to come on here. People can get to know us. They can see our personality. And then they have a better insight and a better understanding on whether they feel that we're their type of people to coach them. Because I think that is key. I think that is key. And people need to get to know who the coaches are before they enroll on a specific program. And if they don't get that opportunity, they enroll in the program and it's too late. You begin to discover that as you're being coached, but you've already been enrolled and it's too late to jump ship. Sometimes depending on which program you're on. So I think it's really been a good opportunity for people to get to know us, people to get to see our personalities, people to get to see what we're like as people and for people to see what we believe in, in terms of working on your speech. And then people have the opportunity to make the decision whether our approach is what they would like to embark on. Thank you very much, Chris. I saw the mute, so I still have not learned after 30 episodes to take off mute when I talk. I'm getting better. I think we are close to wrapping this up, but before I do, I just want to put a call to action out to anyone currently watching or who will take a look afterwards to um, drop a comment if they want to see anything specific going forward. Suggest any changes for us and we will see if, there are, if they are any good before putting them in. I'm joking. But yeah, like we will we'll actually take any constructive criticism seriously. And, um, and yeah, just thank you for uh, being here for the past 30 days with us. I've got Toastmaster meeting a bit later on with the Pakistani Stammering Foundation from Karachi over Zoom. So we'll be reporting on that tomorrow, of course. Chris has Greek Easter celebration, so he will no doubt fill us in on how that went. And we will be back for yet another month of podcasts. And I think um, 30 is a milestone. It's a good opportunity for us to look back, reflect, reassess, and actually re-energize ourselves for the next 30 because it can be 
it can be easy to bog yourself down and just get really kind of like hyped and then find a dip. But we pull each other along to make this work. And that's why I have to thank again, Chris, for always being here where others have come and gone. You know, we should really see how Sandok doing actually, because it's been some time since, uh, since he's been active. So yeah. others have come yeah. and gone. Others have come and gone, but we still move forward. And they will come back. They will come back, no doubt. But Chris, thank you very much. Any final words before we uh, put this one away? Yeah, just to add to what you've just said, give us some constructive criticism, guys. We are all about continuous improvement. And we have done 30 episodes now. But now is not the time and we will not be getting complacent. We will be trying to step it up every episode, improve and improve and improve. So any constructive criticism, any feedback is most welcome. Do not hold back. Let us know what you like, what we can improve on, and we will make the necessary adjustments. And we will be taking it up a notch in the next 30 episodes. We will be consistent with it and tune in and I look forward to it. Ruben, 30 episodes done, my brother. Thank you very much, bro. It's uh, been a pleasure. Let's put, put this one away, Chris. I will hand the reins to you to do the necessary final line of the podcast. Cheers, guys. Remember, stop holding back. <laughs>